What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, sinks and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I am your host, Dominique Smith. As always, I want to thank everybody for their continued support for this channel, for this network. We are growing. We are approaching one year. Next month will be the first um, anniversary, if you will, um, of the first episode that was released. So uh, definitely appreciative of everybody who has helped this channel grow. And we are continuing to grow. Got some awesome guests on deck, including today's guest, Miss Laura Three. So I will get to that in just a second. But a couple of house cleaning things. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody who reached out to me personally. Um, I'm down here in Central Florida. We just got hit with Hurricane Ian, and I can tell you that Southwest Florida is it's hard to put in words the damage that's done i'm not sure if they'll be able uh to rebuild just based on some of the things that you've seen on the news and it is catastrophic and that's not even doing it justice um it's 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 really bad and in central florida i know some of the damage was very great here um it felt like parts or majority of central florida was underwater so continue to keep the state in your prayers. I don't have the links right now um, to direct you on where to help, but I am in the process of getting all that uh, together. Uh, thankfully, my me and my family, we're okay, but uh, please, please just keep everybody down here in your prayers and I will get that information to you all soon on how you can help. When it comes to this channel, do me a favor, as always, go on YouTube, type in Lactic Acid with Dominic Smith, hit the subscribe button, hit that notification bell. We have some pretty awesome episodes coming up of a bucket of track talk and fried chicken, as well as track talk. I'm actually going to bring that back. Um, and so be on the lookout for that, as well as the visual episodes of the podcast. And if you're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, do me a favor, subscribe Lactic Acid with Dominique Smith. That way you can get the latest episodes when they drop. We have merchandise. Go on fanhubtf.com under the author page, click Dominique Smith, and you will find everything, whether it is the written articles or, and in this case, the merchandise that is being sold. So be sure to to do that i would greatly appreciate it like share subscribe on social media you can find me on instagram at lactic acid underscore pod i'm sorry lactic acid podcast and on twitter lactic acid underscore pod and dom smith underscore news so please 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 be sure to do that like i said we have laurel Thweet on this episode today and we had such an incredible conversation um we talked about the marathon and we talked about uh how the marathon came to be you do not want to miss my reaction and our reaction to that we talked some 90s nickelodeon television we talked deep dish pizza we talked about her mentality in the marathon we talked about uh uh machine gun kelly <laughs> that's towards the end of the episode um we just had an incredible conversation and um there's something it's an episode that i know you guys are going to enjoy she is awesome and she is going to do great things with the chicago marathon 
on the horizon. Uh, really rooting for her as well as uh, some of the other runners that are taking place and wishing everyone a safe marathon. We are in cross country season. We covered some of that too. And so you definitely want to be on the lookout for that. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll talk to you soon. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Sinks and Inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominic Smith. Today on the Actually, this is the second guest of the fall, so you know we are low-key thriving uh, because the regular thriving is just a little bit too much, but we're getting used to it down here in Florida. But I have a legend, a big-time baller, shot caller. 225 is what they do in the bench press, but she took it a step further. She ran that time in the marathon, and she is doing big things faster than the people listening to this and is only starting the pride of Colorado. Miss Laura Thweet, what's going on? I appreciate you coming on the show. How are you doing? I'm good, Dominique. Yeah, that was probably one of the best introductions I've ever received. So if you could come with me to all my races and just introduce me on the start line, that would give me some mad hype. I think that's what I'm missing. <laughs> Listen, I got you. I will be like the hype man of the 2004 Done. Detroit Pistons when they won <laughs> the uh, NBA Finals. I got you. Literally, okay. John, listen, John Elway, Russell Wilson, they have nothing on you. And if you saw his last game two weeks ago, then you would oh know my what God. I'm talking about. It's too soon. I can't talk about it. Yeah, it's well, too guess soon. What? It's painful. It's, it's, y'all won, so you know give him praise give the lord we praise. did won. we did he pulled it out uh we got the w but ooh, it was a tough w but hey as i always say a win is a win so you just gotta roll with it uh Whoa. but i'm still i'm stoked that we got i still can't believe we have russell so uh i'm so <laughs> he's one of my favorite athletes of all time so when i heard he was coming to denver i like didn't believe it and i, I had to read like a hundred news articles <laughs> before i was like this is real like it's actually happening this isn't a prank like <laughs> this, this is some psych. <laughs> no, it's like Michael Scott on the office. Like it's happening. Yes, it's actually it's happening. happening. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's saying Super Bowl, but listen, Russ, listen, play one well. One game at a time. <laughs> one game at a time. We need you to play well for that two hundred eighty-five million dollars. And listen, I'll take a few dollars <laughs> if you uh, want to donate to the Broke Brothers Foundation. Um, can I get and, in on that too? <laughs> oh, of course. We, we got to do the athletes fund. Like, listen, she the got a Chicago. Fund. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she got the Shy Town Marathon. We have to represent. So That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely. And listen, it is not good to stress out there in altitude. So no. uh so it's hard enough to breathe, let alone breathe while you're stressed. So uh That's thoughts true. and prayers your way throughout this season. <laughs> All right. So I've been asking this question. It's a fall question. I live here in the state of Florida. And the one thing I love about Florida is we slowly but surely get into it. And by get into it, we only have two seasons, low-key fall <laughs> and then summer. So Low-key fall. I love it. That's, yeah, exactly, so, that's a perfect way to describe it. Yep. Basically, listen, <laughs> born and raised here, lived here 28 years. You know, as in those 28 years, it's, it's, it is what it is. How, but the, how long is low-key fall? How many months do you get outside of summer? Uh, Florida's like the honey badger, so it decides to mix in. <laughs> uh, it does what it wants. Um, Fair enough. So, so <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to say because you know, uh, I'm a Christmas brother myself. That's my holiday season. 
Uh, that that's that's I love fall. Fall and holiday season are one yes. and one a. So you know when September twenty whatever first day of fall hits, you know I had to incorporate just a tad bit of Christmas music in there. Um, <laughs> slowly uh, just get it queued up. Yeah, slowly, I love it. You know a little boys to men sprinkle yeah, with a little yeah. bit of OJ's, <laughs> and then you know when November hit, listen, it's Frank Dean, all them. Frank Dean Bean, all all of those. We're guys. going hard once we, we hit are, November. We're just nonstop. Breaks are off. <laughs> it's like it's like hard whiskey. Like it's never had hard whiskey, but uh, that's just. It's like that hard. though. No chaser. We're just doing it. <laughs> like I always say, all thriller, no filler. Shout out to Straight No Chaser too, because you know they're on the list. Uh, but any, anyway, back to the original question that I'm asking in the fall. So let's just say, you know. Chicago, the organizers of the Chicago, the New York City Marathon, as well as Yankee Candle, they had dinner one night. <laughs> Let's just say, I don't know, location. They went to somewhere. Breckenridge, that's my favorite place in Colorado. Went to Breckenridge and said, you know, this Laura Runner, she's a really big doggone deal. And so now that she has graced our marathons, we need to celebrate her awesomeness and the great things that she is doing on and off the running course. And so we want to do a custom fall promotion centered around the amazingness of Laura 3. And so here's what we're going to do. We are going to customize a candle from Yankee Candle and whatever scent she'd like and then she's gonna have to choose does she want a custom New York pizza New York style pizza or a custom Chicago deep dish pizza and what would she want on it so what they need to know to oh and I'm sorry you have to name the entire promotion so the name that you give the candles and the pizza will be the name of the promotion. So what they need is which style of pizza, New Yorker deep dish, the scent of the candle, and the name for the promotion. Oh, man. Okay. Um, well, I'm a deep dish girl. Ooh, so okay. obviously, I would do deep dish. I didn't really have to think too hard on that one. Uh, my scent for the candle... Uh, pumpkin. Or cinnamon, mm. uh, cinnamon pumpkin. Could I fuse the two? You sure can. Like my you two... sure can. Okay, so I have deep dish cinnamon pumpkin. <laughs> What's the, the name of the promotion? Like what we're calling this? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, what would you call that? Um... <laughs> I mean, the deep dish cinnamon I, pumpkin is a. <laughs> I was going to say, do I? Yeah, I feel like that's, I mean, can you, how do you like top that? Like deep dish cinnamon pumpkin. I don't, I mean, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> that's oh, a boy. lot right there. <laughs> deep dish cinnamon pumpkin. We could call it a uh, a fall festival. I, yeah, fall festival. I love it because it's, it's just all the, it's all the best things about fall. I don't know if deep dish is categorized as like fall, but. For me, it is because I plan to get some deep dish after I race Chicago in a couple weeks. So I'll be eating a lot of deep dish come October. So yeah, yeah, we could call it fall, fall festival. I love it. 
Okay, well, we will get to the pizza game in a few moments. But as the official reporter of Flavortown, all thriller, <laughs> no filler, I love it. The Fall Festival. It will be sold exclusively at your home goods. <laughs> so let's, let's just go on ahead and jump into it. You, my friend, are a baller. Like, on the running course, 225. There's a lot of things. I was looking up things productive that i can do in two hours and 25 minutes <laughs> and what do you come up with nothing <laughs> um <laughs> uh i'm just i'm just <laughs> being honest like essentially you could run in that amount of time from here to like i don't even know very far <laughs> have you ever i'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question but You've accomplished so much and you are just to me like the best is yet to come where you're concerned. Have you ever like taken a step back to realize like, dang, like I do this and I'm doing this and I'm pretty good at it and just, you know, kind of settling your accomplishments. Yeah. I mean, I, I try and do that. I think it's really important to take a step back uh, and be proud of what you've accomplished and be proud of the work that you've put in and uh, the years upon years of just investing, you know, time, energy, love and passion into something and kind of what comes from that. Um, you know, I think nowadays, too, it's so hard because we get so like focused on one race or we get so caught up in just kind of where we are in that moment, which there's nothing wrong. I mean, I'm also one to try and be in the moment more. Um, but sometimes when I'm like, so focused on something, you know, I'm looking around and I'm kind of watching everyone else do, uh, and go after, you know, similar things to me. And I start comparing myself, uh, and I start questioning, you know, have I done enough? Like, am I good enough? Like, can I do what they're doing? So I think it's really important when you kind of start to have those doubts creep in and you're kind of playing that comparison game with yourself, uh, to whatever it is, it is really important to take a step back and, you know, look around and just be like, hey, like, I deserve to be here. Like, I've worked really hard. I've done some really amazing things. Like, I'm a badass too. Like, these other women out there, yeah, they're badasses, but like, so am I. Like, I deserve to be in the conversation. And um, I'm always telling young girls exactly that. Like, own your accomplishments. Like, own your successes. I think sometimes we're so afraid that by doing that, we're going to come off as like arrogant or cocky or like, you know, full of ourselves. But I think there's a way to do that where you're just owning how hard you've worked and you're owning moments that you're really proud of that are motivating you and reminding you as you kind of build to the next moment that you can do it, you know? So I think it's so important to do that. And I try and do it more uh, than I probably do. <laughs> so there's a quote that I love and the quote pretty much says, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's not a doggone mongoose. <laughs> and so... I, I thought uh, you were going to go somewhere else with that. That's really good. Where did you think I was going? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it is a duck. Is oh, a duck. well, I mean, you can. You can say, it is a duck, but it, at the same time, it is not a mongoose. Yeah, um, I love that. That's my new favorite way to phrase that. <laughs> but... That's to say that's, I mean, it's just is what it is. Like you run 225, you've accomplished great things, you fifth in 
you know, the trials. I don't think people realize how hard it is just to finish, <laughs> let alone, <laughs> you know, in the top five, you know, of one of the prestigious, you know, trials that in running. For me, marathon runners, and I'm really excited to branch out on the show to have more of them um, because I don't understand them. I don't understand y'all. Like, and I <laughs> guess that, I don't understand myself sometimes. I'm like, why do you do this? <laughs> so t- to me, and you, I mean, listen, you just put a fastball <laughs> over home plate to hit this home run of a question that I'm trying to ask. It's, it's, there are three events to me in the sport of track and field and just running in general that require bravery. Four. I'll give it four. In no particular order, the pole vault, uh, because, you know, we had John Anderson on the show. He made a comment about Mondo. He's like, you know, one day he's going to vault so high he might come down with snow. And (laughs) that's very, (laughs) that's very possible. Um, Two... I can't wait to see that. <laughs> Listen, come down looking like Frosty the Snowman. I'm just <laughs> um, two would be the marathon. I, I don't really think I need to go into too much detail. Yeah, you can just say it, the marathon. Is, and is, three. <laughs> yes. Three um is the hammer. Yeah. Uh, because I this this show is about throws. My background is in throws, whether it's coaching or competing on the high school level. I wasn't that good, but I do know there's some events where if that hammer hits the wrong way, um, <laughs> night night. And for any race, any runner who lines up against Sydney McLaughlin. Uh huh. Um, I yeah. I is, was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah. That's Oof. just. We saw some things a couple of months ago in all of those events, but man, we saw some things in that four hundred meter hurdles. Oh, I you Ooh. know would love to put the only reason I'm not saying Shellyann is because Shellyann uh, has been beaten, even though Sharika Jackson is getting into that category. But mm-hmm. those are the four that require bravery. Do you realize how brave you are in? <laughs> And lining up to each marathon, doing each training session. Uh, I mean, you run, like, if you put the amount of miles that you run, like, a year. There's that song, I've traveled everywhere in this here land. I've been everywhere. Like, that's that's you. You you literally run across the United States. Um, Yeah. And that requires a significant amount of bravery to line up, to put your body through an event where you're asking it to give everything it has and then some knowing that it's a trap marathon is a trap because <laughs> I, I've watched, I've watched a couple of marathons and it's like mile 16, 17 or like 16 through 19. Mm-hmm. And like, you feel like, Oh my gosh, you got the momentum and everything. Only five miles left. And I personally, I'm or only a few miles left. And I'm like, only three, four miles left? Like, are you crazy? Like, <laughs> like, gosh, my kneecaps are hurting just listening to that. But, I felt that way in New York last year. I, people were like, only 5K. I was like, only 5K? Like, do you like, even know what you're saying to me? Like, I don't know if I can physically make it three more miles. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, 
You so don't worry. Push... I think that too. <laughs> yeah, it's like you. Put... But listen, if somebody would say, "Listen, we're going to run a five uh, k," I'm like, "Who is we? I'm not." Um, you know, you know, you're running a 5k. Yeah. Good for you. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Y'all, we say y'all, you all, y'all are running a 5k. Anything with a K in it. That's not a dollar sign is nothing that I'm interested in participating, but you, I don't know. There's just something about the marathon that even watching this, like, Otis Redding had a song called Pain in My Heart. Pain in my heart. And there are parts of the marathon that I just feel that pain. For 100%, the 100%. And so, and regardless of the result, the fact that you even attempted and try it and succeed and continue to succeed is just marvelous. Do you ever consider like the bravery? Well, let me ask, do you consider yourself brave and have you ever put it into context, like, it takes a pretty brave person to do what I'm about to do, because 99% of the population would stop at mile four and a half. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you told them if at mile four, four or five, <laughs> oh, how much longer I got to go? Oh, about 15, 16, 17. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't think of it that way yeah I mean I agree with you I think staying on that start line and you're staring down 26.2 miles um who like anyone no matter what level you're running at the marathon anyone that stands on that start line is brave um it's it's such a hard event and you pour yourself into you pour your everything you have into one or two marathons a year. And like, that's it. Like you, you get one or two shots at this distance to really nail it. Uh, and so it just, it takes everything you have. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I mean, I came out of Atlanta feeling brave. I felt like I ran a really brave race and I poured everything I had into that. And I raced it the only way I felt like I could race it to make that team. Um, so I felt brave after Atlanta. Um, but yeah, after every marathon I do, regardless of the result, I always make sure to have that self-reflection that we were talking about earlier, where you're just like, whether or not this was exactly the day I wanted, I got from start to finish and I gave it absolutely everything I had. Um, and that's all you can do. And I'm always really proud of myself after a marathon because I'm like, girl, you just ran 26 points. You just Amen. raced 26.2 miles. You know, again, whether it was your A, B, or C race, it doesn't matter. You you get to that finish line and you cross it and you're like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> I, I freaking made it. I survived another one. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's quite an event. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some days I'm just like, you know, I said I would never do one back when I was first starting out. I was like, I'll never do that. Cause I looked at people like that. I'm like, why, why would you ever do that? Like, how are you capable of racing 26.2? Like, I will never do that. And then like, here I am What <laughs> trying made to you make do a career it? out of it. What, what, <laughs> Honestly, what made you do it? <laughs> I 2015. So it was right. But it was the year before the track trial or the Olympic trials. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And I had just come off world cross that spring and I had a stress fracture in my foot. So but my track season was over at that point and I was rehabbing and trying to figure out like how I wanted to end the year and build momentum going into the Olympic year in 2016. 
and my coach at the time was like, what do you think about running the New York City Marathon? And I was like, why would I ever do that? Like, I absolutely do not want to run the New York City Marathon. And he was like, no, just think about it. Like, you know, like there's no pressure, right? Like it's a completely different event. Uh, it's something brand new to train for. You can't really compare it to anything, you know, and regardless of how it goes, it just gives us a really good like building block to end this year and then build our track season for the trials next year. Um, and with the trials in 2016, a lot of Americans weren't going to run New York because it's in November. Um, so it was kind of an opening to just like give it a shot with like very low pressure. Uh, and New York's such a hard one. That time is kind of irrelevant, really. Like you're just racing the race. It's like cross country over 26 miles. Uh, so I was like, all right. Like I kind of got talked into it. Um, but then the night before New York, I had a huge breakdown (laughs) at the technical meeting and I started sobbing. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't do this. Why did I think this was a good idea? Because at the tech meetings, they put up like the the whole course. They walk you through every single mile from start to finish. So I'm watching all like I'm watching how far I'm going to have to run. And I'm like, I, like I can't do that. Like how in God's name am I ever going to do that? That is so, I so broke real. Down. <laughs> I broke oh down at the tech goodness. meeting and I went to my coach and I was like, I can't run tomorrow. Like I can't do it. And he was like, what? And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm out. Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Listen, I, <laughs> so. that is so real. Listen, if somebody <laughs> came to me and was just like, "Listen, this is the obstacle course of your life. And <laughs> this is what you have to go through again. Are you guys ready? I would have been like, I hope y'all ready because I'm going to be on the plane or I'm going to be, you know, getting some pizza or especially at New York, all the food. I'll watch it. And, you know, I'll watch it. Yeah, exactly. I was drink like, something. I will watch you suffer. But I was I'm not like, can I just it. wait at the finish line and like say that I did it? Like, I don't actually want to do that. Um, oh. So, yeah, it was terrifying. And I was like, yeah, I don't know who does this. Like, why did I get talked into this? Uh, and honestly, before every marathon, I have like somewhat of a breakdown, like two days before, uh, cause again, the reality of it and just it is, and then everything you pour into it and then just looking at it, you're like, oh my God, like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> I just you, have you, that moment before every marathon where I'm like, oh my God, how are you going to do this? It's like, you know, you're going to be in pain. <laughs> You do, like, yeah. It's like you literally, know what's coming. You can't hide. You can't hide from it. <laughs> but you guys have so much swag when you get to the line. Like everybody's, I play football and other sports, and so I know, you know, just that, yeah, that head busting. Like, yeah, well, we're, we're gonna get it. And I'm just sitting there, like, do they really? I'm like, that takes some bravery. That takes that is a different level. That's not even swagger. That's like swagget. Um, <laughs> that you have to have. Yeah, you to, gotta have something. <laughs> like you, you cannot be getting. Because me, I'm, I'm looking. I'd be standing there terrified. I would be sitting there asking, <laughs> like we used to sing this old hymn at church, "Pass me not, O gentle Savior." That would be me singing hymns, singing songs, <laughs> of spiritual things to the Lord, giving my living will. Right, I couldn't do it. But you guys are like, like, I don't know. I always thought a good like way to from what i've seen and <laughs> what it looks like to some for some runners it's like eight mile m&m's eight mile 
Palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms arms are heavy. There's vomit on their singing already. Ready. All spaghetti. They're nervous, (laughs) but on the surface they look calm and ready. Calm and ready to drop bombs. But they (laughs) keep on forgetting forgetting. how far they got to go. Hundred percent. Yep, that's it. I mean, that's basically it in a nutshell. You just you nailed it. That's what is going through all of our minds. We're trying to act cool, and we're trying to act like you know we're we're you know we're we want to be there but deep down everyone er, deep down every marathoner is kind of like oh shit here we go (laughs) (laughs) i would have been listen i when those cameras pan up listen cut the camera off i can't do this like i can't do this just tears like silently just rolling down your face like everyone's like oh god (laughs) what's that song there's a song that i've used that describes the pain of see i coach high school track and covered high school track and there's a song that talks about the pain of it how do i forget it oh um killing me softly but not even by the not even by the Fugees, it's by Roberta Flack, the original version. Like, <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, the the marathon. No, the marathon is not a Fugees like that. Based no. like boom. No, you need that old school Roberta Flack just on the piano, just playing her sorrows away. That's yep. that, that's, that's the marathon like. in a song. <laughs> but it's so. Uh. But I don't know if there's an event that is more rewarding. From an outside, all of this is from an outsider's point of view. Yeah. Um. Then the marathon, like, like when you, it seems like you crossing this. It's kind of like you, you're inspired. I'm not inspired to run, but I do take inspiration from like those who finish because it's like these people just accomplished something like really awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's almost. Well, it's like funny it's because it. when you look at the history of the event, the first time anyone ever ran 26.2 miles they died when they like finished like that's the whole story of like um oh oh my god i can't believe it's like the greek mythology i can't believe i'm like blanking on uh they they died (laughs) yeah like philippides like the guy that ran he was delivering like a message uh my god i'm butchering the story i need to know my history better but anyway it's like it's kind of like how the marathon like first became like an olympic event but there was a messenger during like war times and he was trying to deliver a message from one side to the other. And the only way he could do it was to run the 26 miles that separated the two sides to get this message to them. And so he did, he ran 26 miles, gets there, delivers the message to the general and then just dies on the spot. And like, that's how the marathon was like essentially born. So when you think of the history of the event you're like yeah like we are brave like lining up you know okay so that's nice you do you take a messenger dying and let's let's make this a global thing let's just add locations let's add let's let's even make it difficult let's let's add some places like chicago and new york with some different climates and all that stuff that is just nice that is awesome we we just taking death and we just said let's make some money off of it let's make some money off of it whoever can survive like we'll pay him sure why not yeah we'll, we'll pay him we'll give him nice tv coverage you know yeah. we'll throw in give some him a nike cool. shirt yeah it's cool yeah, give him a t-shirt and everything make sure you got the ambulances finishers medal you know that's why everyone wears their finisher medals from a marathon so proudly like you show that off like you worked hard for that you risked your life for that literally, <laughs> like, you didn't literally. know what was gonna happen 
26 miles. Oh, that's a long time for something to go wrong. That's what I, you know, like you never will, know. You I never hope, know. <laughs> I hope that's not the story they tell you. <laughs> like going into it, you, you are standing on the, you know, the steps of our founder, the brave man who died. At the end. <laughs> he that's gone. how they he, get you to sign up yeah he gone he's not with he, us anymore <laughs> he's gone you know may the good lord bless his 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 soul he gone oh boy oh, that yeah. took a so you never want to do yeah that escalated didn't it that took a weird I, turn i did not <laughs> of all the things i expected to talk about somebody <laughs> wrote a note ran 22 26.2 miles Delivered it successfully and then delivered it. it and then he's and he's gone. He's gone. And they were like, and hey, now, this could be an Olympic event. <laughs> and we have thousands of runners <laughs> who are taking part. Oh boy. Not only that, you have to pay in Not order a to lot do of it. money. Let's move on across country. Um <laughs> so next question. Uh... next question. So First of all, y'all got to realize something. This is not only the first cross-country athlete I, I'm talking to on the show or professional cross-country, um, but she's a champion. Like, So when I say Laura is a big deal, I'm like Krusty Krab <laughs> pizza kind of big. And you know how good that Krusty Krab pizza was back on SpongeBob back in the day. We still oh, yeah. I love that you just dropped Krusty Krab. Oh, yeah. Big SpongeBob fan. So. Yes. And she well lives played. and she lives in the town uh that spongebob said the pioneers drove for miles which is in boulder so it's there's a lot of uh I, so now it makes sense why you live in colorado uh yeah because, see now you get it it's come full circle for you now yeah, yeah it's come full circle <laughs> here's the thing I, and we're going to get to the off running stuff in like 27 seconds i cross country is so hype when I was a senior in high school, I needed volunteer hours. And so I went to the cross country coach and said, <laughs> can I help you guys? Just whatever. Do you need me to set stuff up? So I didn't know at the time that would mean, okay, you're the middle school assistant cross country coach. Now, listen, I'm a, I, <laughs> nice. throw the sh I throw the shot put in the discus for a living. <laughs> so, I, you, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not qualified <laughs> to do this. And I'm like, oh, and listen, is one thing to coach high schools, but you have to be, coach in middle school. That that's 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 different. That's different. It's that's a whole nothing. other yeah. It's a whole other ball game. <laughs> that's nothing I would ever do. But <laughs> I loved cross country. Like I hated getting up because at Florida you have to get up. You you compete mm -hmm. with the roosters when it comes to getting up and going to the yeah. You got to beat that heat. Yeah. And so you know they're running at like eight nine seven eight nine, but. I love it. Like it was so there's just I don't I can't explain why it was so awesome and why it's so awesome in college. And then you get to the pros and it's like running season's over. It's like, uh uh, we got XC and everything. Love why XC. Do you... I, I wish there was more cross country as a pro. There's well, not enough cross country. Well, we're going to be covering it on Lactic Acid through the art of interviews. Um, now, if anybody wants to pay me to come and cover your cross country meet as creatively as possible, hit me up at lacticacid at gmail.com. Oh, I, I want you to cover some of the, I coach uh, cross country at a high school here, and I would love for you to cover oh, some of our meets. That would be I amazing. Would, <laughs> anything to get out of this heat. Listen, just 
listen. I, All I right. If I if I win Chicago, I'm gonna fly you out here to cover our regional meet. <laughs> listen, you ain't saying no right? word. I'm, listen, <laughs> if you're about it, I I got you. I got you. I will be there. Uh, I would love to do that. So I need you to win Chicago. Okay. Done. Um, <laughs> Hit <so> me up. <laughs> all of the runners who are competing in Chicago, I need you to drop out at mile 24. <laughs> you guys hear that? Everyone listening? <laughs> um, so that we can make this a reality. But why do you love it so much? I, I think I love cross country because I that's where I got my start as a runner. Um, I kind of fell into it because as a lot of runners, I wasn't good at anything else. I tried soccer, tennis, golf volleyball basketball like I tried all the sports because I loved I loved athletics and I loved the camaraderie of like the team and you know just being out there with your friends and I loved sports growing up as a kid um but I just couldn't quite find my fit in some of those sports um no hand-eye coordination whatsoever so I just struggled a lot of the time uh so when high school rolled around you know getting cut from some of those sports uh was definitely heartbreaking uh but then a couple of my friends were big nordic skiers and they were going out for cross country to kind of do their dry land training before the season and they were like cross country is not a cut sport like anyone can go out for it and anyone can run and like you know there's a team component but it's also kind of individual and like you might like it and i was like okay i had no idea what it was um so that's kind of where i fell in love with the sport um and that's exactly why i love it because you have a team side of things where you're not out, you're run, you're out there running for something greater than yourself, but you're also out there running for yourself and you're out there running to push your own limits and to reach your own goals. And it's just you against the clock and you against the conditions. Uh, and there's just a purity about it that I love so much. Um, and so that's, that's how I got my start. And that's why, you know, I am where I am today because, of my high school cross country team. And so I think that's why I love it. Um, the way that I do. Do you like the format of it? <clears throat> just how it's just the scoring and because yeah. there's a huge team aspect of it. And I know there's a debate. It's like, Oh no, we should change it up. But I'm curious for your coach as well. Like I said, double baller. So high school coach as well as uh national champion. So, Double, double, double. Um, <laughs> how do you, from your perspective, you know, do you like how it's formatted on all levels, not just the high school level, but the college and professional level? Or is there something that you would change about it? No, I mean, I like the format of it. I mean, again, I think like so much of what we do as runners, regardless of what your event is, is individual. And so I think for us, it's really fun to have that team component um, to kind of, like mix that in where again you're not just out there competing against yourself for yourself you're out there competing with a team with people who have trained as like as hard as you have who are out there racing the same event who are out there that have similar goals and I think that's the magic of cross country and I think having that team component just brings the best out of everyone and I think especially at the high school and college level like that's what makes it fun, you know, yeah. like to have that team component within running um, and to have that balance of it, I think is so important to, for the integrity of what cross country is and to keep, to keep it, um, to keep it what it is for so many people. I think that's a big reason why 
uh, it has the draw that it has. Um, and th- again, that's why I loved it so much because it had both of those things. Um, and you just get so close, like some of, you know, my college teammates, even some high school teammates, like I'm still friends with those people today, you know, because of the yeah. bonds that you create out there doing such a difficult sport um, and being able to share that together with that team side of things. Like, um, I mean, I wouldn't change that. Cross and as country. a coach, I wouldn't change that. Like watching my kids get to do that themselves now and watching them build through that together. Like I wouldn't change that. Cross country is the sport where it made me hate running. Like be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Shot put in discus. I can cover this, but I remember my coach. Shout out to uh, Ted Benz, the legendary Ted Benz. I think on this Sunday, we should go on a nice 18-mile run. I was like, oh, boy, y'all have fun with that. You running into another county for fun. Like, y'all are nice. Because we had nationally ranked teams when I was in Mm -hmm. high school. Like, Trinity Prep was nationally ranked. Holy Trinity was nationally ranked. Yeah. Let's go on. And they all went to, like, major Division I schools. Let's go on a nice 18 to 20-mile run. And then we'll start. (laughs) I'm like, boy, let me get pick up these uh, (laughs) implements again and not do this. You're like, yeah, Uh, your boy's not coming with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not even driving in a car with you. So, uh, 18 that's, miles that's... is a long way in a car, right? Like, no I... matter how you slice it. No. Like, You're out on, there man. for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, for four hours to run eight. No. <laughs> I, I could take a nap. What are what are three things that people do not know about the legend that is, Miss Laura? Uh, Like anything? Anything. Anything that you want your fans or the people listening to this podcast to know. Oh, man. <clears throat> so I guess one thing, <laughs> when you ask me great questions like that, it's like my mind goes blank and I literally can't think of anything to say. <laughs> um, but the first thing I'll say is, fun fact, sort of, I guess, um, I'm a huge true crime fan. Oh, boy. Huge true crime fan. Um, people laugh at me because I will I will spend hours listening or I'm not – I. I've been told to listen to a few true crime podcasts, which I sometimes queue up on a long run when I'm out there by myself, but oh, I love oh. watching. <laughs> I know, I <laughs> that sentence came out. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Lord, gee, Lord have mercy. Oh my gosh. Um, so again, that escalate that went a weird direction. You weren't ready for that. I just I, came I, at you. Listen, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for the person who died in the marathon. As a I know, I'm with a lot of dark, a lot of darkness. Um, oh I love true crime. I'll just, I'll just. This is lactic that. acid uncut. Oh man. Okay, so yeah, you didn't know what you were getting pulling me on. See, this is your first marathon cross country girl. Are you regretting it? Hey, <laughs> am no, I taking I... the show in a weird direction? I feel like I am. I feel like no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my prayers, take some melatonin, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sleep. So, so you like listening to the darkness while you run, true crime stuff. Like I, I don't often do it while I'm running. One of my friends, my good friend, shout out Lindsay Flanagan, who's also a badass marathoner in her own right. Uh, she's a huge true crime podcast junkie, and so she will listen to true crime while she's out doing like 18 miles by herself. <laughs> um, oh, so she's the one that kind of like put that idea in my head. Okay. Uh, but I, I mostly watch it. I love true crime documentaries. I minored in criminology at CU. So okay. I'm just kind of fascinated with that side of things for whatever reason. Um, so 
So that's a fun fact about me. Um, but then I, but then people laugh at me because shows like Ozark, which is very popular. I only got like four episodes in and I was like, yeah, this is too dark for me. And people were like, it's too dark for you. Like you watch two crime documentaries of like serial killers. Like how is this too dark for you? I don't know how to explain it when it's fictional. Be- it's I the storytelling. with the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, there's a difference in a story in storytelling when it's real than when you're yes. trying to fabricate it through a television show. Yes, I don't know how to explain it, but for some reason, watching fictional shows like that, I get more anxiety and I get upset when the characters are making like bad decisions that you know isn't going to end well. Like I I get worked up and I can't like I can't deal with it. But then when you're watching something that's like real that actually happened, it's just different. So anyway, I don't know how to describe that. But yeah, I struggle with shows like Ozark. But then here I am watching, you know, all this crazy stuff on uh, true crime documentaries and all this terrible stuff. Anyway, so uh, that's number one. (laughs) Where do I go from there? (laughs) Let's see. Um, Okay, this is embarrassing, but I'll share it. I feel like this is a safe space. I am that girl that September 1st, ordering pumpkin spice lattes. I am going to Target buying the pumpkin cinnamon fall. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I just went into Target the other day and they had to get a new supply of candles and everything. (laughs) No, you feel me. You know, I love that. I love lighting fall candles. I love getting all of that stuff out. I am that person because, like you, I love the holiday season. Fall is one of my favorite times of year for everything. I just for pumpkins, for sweaters, for marathons, for you know, just Thanksgiving. And then rolling right into Christmas. I'm a December birthday. So, you know, this is a good time of year. Once we hit September, I'm like, I really come alive. I thrive. You know, once I hit September 1st, get that pumpkin spice latte. I'm like, let's do this. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. So, okay. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, (laughs) We'll have to unpack here. (laughs) No, listen. No, and that's a good thing. So, one more. Last one. What's the last one? What's the last one? Um, Okay. If I could sit down with anyone and have dinner, dead or alive, someone asked me this recently, I would sit down with Dave Chappelle. So I asked that question. We do rapid fire at the end. So uh, now that you've answered it, I have to take that one off. (laughs) I have to take that one off. There's so many people that I would obviously want to do that with, but big Dave Chappelle fan. So I would, I would love to sit down and just, I don't know. So you're not weird. So here's the thing. My, I always, every show I tell an embarrassing story um, of mine. So this is a safe space because I try to tell a story that's more embarrassing than the one that is told to me by the guests. (laughs) Sometimes it does not no work. Um, <laughs> it's, not yeah, it's, a, it's a risky game. It's, it's, it's a high risk because sometimes I'm listening and I'll have a story lined up and they'll tell me, it was like, oh, got to put that one, deposit that back in the bank. Um, the fall thing. So for, for me personally, I like fall. I know it's like maybe not as masculine, whatever, but 
for me, my grandmother, she passed away when I was two. And that was my first experience with death. And so I just blocked her completely. I don't remember what she looks like, anything about her. But what she loved was the holidays. Mm. Like we did it big, Chris, all that stuff. So that kind of, so, but that's my like connection to her. Um, what brings me peace are the holidays. So we get it cracking early. You know, I already told you, you know, listen, I already got the playlist ready and everything. <laughs> I, I have to, you know, have to make a couple of calls and download a couple more songs and everything. Shout out to Pandora because it gets me right every holiday season, which for me starts <laughs> the first day of fall and and we're coming so out, hot on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh to like today, I mean, for all this will be posted next week. You know, so today, you know, is a big day because I always listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire September because do you remember the 21st night of September? And so when that clock strikes 12 uh, in two hours, and I don't know what, I'm not good at math, but over two hours, listen, you better believe. Um, <laughs> you got that, that playlist queued up. <laughs> listen, the first song of the year is going to be Whitney Houston's Joy to the World, and then we're going to move to you, Soulful. You strong. Well done. <laughs> that's light. That's light for me. Then we're going to move. Yeah, that's light. That's, you know, that's just, that's a warm up to the warm up. That's a teaser. Okay, I got you. That's a teaser. That's like the assistant to the assistant regional manager. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then we move to the OJ's Christmas Just Ain't Christmas Without the One You Love. And then we move to the Sounds of Blackness Soulful Holiday. So listen, I got it. And I have you like got it. I have, you know, when you're working at home and stuff like that, I'm not I hate pumpkin with every fiber of mm. my being. Um, but and I discriminate against people who like it. <laughs> well, I actually don't. Awkward. Can, Should I do you want me to leave? Do you want to just call I it? Don't. Now? No, 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 no. Can no, we no, save no, this? No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we're gonna save it's okay. Listen, again, it was a joke. There's no discrimination on this show. Like I said, all thriller, no filler. You know, I thought this was a safe space. <laughs> it is a safe space. It is a safe space for you to come and share your pumpkin needs and thoughts and wants and cravings, even though I have do no you have a holiday for... like favorite thing though? you know like it's not pumpkin for you but like what peppermint okay i like the mint the mint and so like thanksgiving like early fall is like apple kind of harvest because that's the thanksgiving ish and Mm -hmm. then the more minty yeah and um you know that's that's Christmas, and I mean I'm talking to greatness, talking to you because you share a birthday in the same month of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I mean, that <laughs> means you are goated. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Um, nice. why do you love? Why do why why do you love it so much? The holidays. Um, I mean, I grew up in a family that like did holidays big as well. Um, you know, my dad's birthday is in November, like right around Thanksgiving. And then, you know, December, my parents got married, uh, their anniversaries in December and then my birthday and then Christmas. And it's just, you know, my grandma would come down every year and spend Christmas with us, which was one of my favorite things growing up as a kid. And it snows, you know, I grew up in Durango, uh, in Colorado. So tons of snow, like why, I don't know, like Holidays just always remind me of some of my favorite like memories growing up as a kid and just spending those moments with people that you love and just, I don't know, I just, I just love this time of year, I think for a lot of reasons, but I grew up in a household that really, you know, celebrated <laughs> so many different things throughout this time of year that it just always kind of like 
makes me think of all those things once we kind of hit like September, October. You're like, oh man, it's like my dad and I were talking the other day. We're like, oh, it's our favorite time of year. <laughs> I'm so. like nostalgic because there's a song I listen to by Tori <laughs> Kelly and uh, NDRE. It's like Christmas is my favorite time of the year and I play it nonstop. It just brings me comfort. Your yeah, comfort. Love, yeah. Yes. It's, That's it's how it like, feels. Holiday season's kind of like comforting, just again with how I grew up. I just like still feel that, you know. Yeah, it's like a good crispy piece of fried chicken. Or <laughs> yeah. well, at least to me. <laughs> and you know I love fried chicken. <laughs> listen, this spot, listen, uh, my motto, I wish I had my shirt. I have like two fried chicken shirts. One is like the one says <laughs> I like fried chicken and three other people. And then the other is two pieces in a biscuit with two pieces of chicken running away from the biscuit in a bucket. Uh, oh my God, I love it. So, you know, listen, it's a lifestyle for me. Okay, uh, if I fly you out here, you have to bring those shirts. You have to wear those I, Okay, so the two piece in the biscuit one is one. Let me see if I can. I don't know if you can see it That's on so here. Funny. I, yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to that. see it. I posted it like on my personal I'll have I, to go check it out. IG, but like this is the low. You, you probably can't see it. Let me see. No, I can't see okay, it. cool. Darn, this is so discouraging. But yeah, um, I'll have to check it out. I'm so yeah, curious. I want to see it. <laughs> it's it's it's. I'll I'll see if I can show it to you after. But yeah, like that's that's my jam. But your like love for the holidays is a perfect Hallmark movie. Yeah, I love I love Hallmark movies too. Another fun fact about me. So there you go. I'm honored that you said that. <laughs> it is a perfect, you know. Now it, you know if there's some darkness in there, then you know you can call a Lifetime. But you know, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I love a good Lifetime too. You know, you gotta you gotta balance, right? <laughs> Lifetime has slightly better movies. Um, they are a skosh better. They are a skosh better. Just a just a skosh, a dribble, just a, a dribble, yeah, not, yeah, a dribble, not a downpour. Um, speaking of the gram, I in preparation for this, I saw a picture I needed to ask you about because I, I was hyped when I saw it. I can't pronounce this band's name. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this band's name, but there's a song that we used to listen to before football games called Party Like a Rockstar. And when I saw you on stage, that lyric, <laughs> I am on a money-making mission, but I party like a rock star. Can you please tell the people? Like, I was like, okay, you see, this is my track and field. It's about you got to jam. You got to jam. I love dancing. The oh, that's a fun fact about me. I took like three dance classes in college. Um, oh, really? Terrible at all of them, but I love dancing so much. So anytime I get a chance to do that, I go all out. I'm so. not. I'm not even mad. The fact that you did it on stage <laughs> with this band, and they're just like so mellow, so chill. Like you, you know, a band is fire when the bass player has the, the guitar to his kneecaps and he's just like dropping low and playing and everything. Yeah, so this like, band's legit. And the cool thing about this band is not only are they local, they're a Denver bass band, but the drummer who rocks is my practitioner and one of my best friends. No so, way. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a rock star. He is actually a rock star. It's so awesome. Um, And I'm a huge punk rock girl. I love punk rock. Uh, or that genre, um, which is what they play. So I, I actually really do love their music. Um, 
So any chance they played at the Fox Theater uh, back in April. Uh, and that's where I <laughs> that's where I was on stage, like rocking out, um, which was a, it's a really cool venue here in Boulder on the Hill. Um, and they got to play that. And it was so awesome. It was really Listen. cool. I was, I didn't even know what they was playing. I was like, I see you, I see you, see those marathon runners. They, they're breeded differently. They're legit. We are a different breed for sure. That's so that's like your, um, like your regular doctor that you go to. Yeah. I see him every week. Um, and I fly him to all my marathons. Um, wow. With me. So yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, he does like, like he's like, like a hey, guy. oh, I thought it was just like your regular family doctor. That would be like weird. Like, hey, you have <laughs> that's what I thought. It's like, hey, you have a sinus infection. Like, By the way, are you yeah. okay? Are By you coming way, tonight? the show tonight? Yeah, it's like, oh man, all you need <laughs> no, is some. He's super like bad. my sports uh, massage uh, guy, okay. um, who I see for like rehab and just like making sure everything is functioning properly, so I can train and race marathons. Um, he's that kind of guy, that kind of doctor. Oh, I'm thinking like <laughs> you're. Regular... I love you're like family medicine. That's sick. He just gets up on stage, <laughs> drums, be... and then just rolls back in. That would be really cool. I bet someone out there does that. Oh my god, that would be so weird. Like. Right. Doctors like, like talk about two different lifestyles, like two <laughs> different personas. It's like you need to go to bed at a decent time and make sure you're eating your vegetables and make sure you're getting rest. And it's like one o'clock in the morning, and you see like your primary doctor just rocking out or whatever the case might be. <laughs> you're uh, like, wait, that's that Doctor Joe? Oh my god! <laughs> or you go to a concert and you have to see him the next morning. Like, hey, doc, you did crazy. You did great last night. Yeah. Um, but. Punk rock. What's some of the go-to bands? Let's go. Some of the go-to <clears throat> punk rock bands. Well, I was obviously a big Blink fan. Um, I loved Good Charlotte, um, Third Eye Blind. Um, it's like kind of alternative. I loved like Goo Goo Dolls. Um, I loved uh, Bowling for Soup. Loved them. Um, God, who else? Barry Mia, obviously, that's the band that I'm always dancing on stage for. Okay. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I love I love that genre. I just feel like when you listen to those kind of like songs, like you can't help but like not feel good, you know, and kind of just like get pumped up regardless of kind of where you are. I just feel like it always just like makes me feel like it brings me back to like the moment and just kind of like feeling good, you know, whatever I'm going through. Listen. Uh, so big fan of that genre there's two things i feel so bad like a nerd is not a strong enough word because i know none of the things <laughs> that you mentioned i had there was one <laughs> punk rock song on my ipod i cannot tell you who wrote it oh, i was gonna I say cannot... what was it you, you just know you don't know <laughs> I'm I'm embarrassed to say the song because I went to a Christian school and so uh it was not edifying and lifting up the name of Jesus. But listen, before gotcha. football games, I was I you was, had that queued up. I was like, hey, see, hey, but like, you get hyped. You like it just kind of like you just can't help but like headbang, you know. Listen, also, I, I had banged so hard at one of their concerts that the next day I think I had like whiplash. Like I like ooh. couldn't move my neck uh because okay. I went too hard. So you oh, gotta, gotta be careful. Kids, you gotta be careful. You can't overdo mm, it. Mm, mm, mm. Gosh, just crack your neck after just, just rocking out in the name of rock, though. In the name um, of rock. In the name of rock. No. 
listen, that that music will get you. I'm not like I said. I don't <laughs> want to say what song it was, but as somebody yeah, who sat up, going though, as somebody who got pumped all the way to the bench, I was I was amped. I was <laughs> I was there. I was ready. Um, <laughs> when you are not falling so hard, what what is life? What is life like? What is life like? Like, explain it to us common folks. What are some of the things that you like outside of running? Outside of crime and death and party rock and pumpkins. Listen, I'm not mad. I will say this. Carving a pumpkin is right? legit. It's it legit. is legit. I carve one every year. You have to. It's like my favorite thing. Um. Okay, what else? What do I love outside of running? Um. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Just like hanging with friends. Uh, I think it's really important to check out uh, of running um, and just yeah. find like that balance for yourself. Um, I know this involves running. Like I obviously coach a high school team. But for me, because you're just on the like, as you know, coaching and having competed yourself, you're just on a completely different spectrum of the sport. Right. Uh, and you're it's about like you're out there for like your kids um, and you're watching them grow and develop and like fall in love with the sport. And so that's always gives me really, that gives me balance um, and reminds me why I do what I do. Um, yeah. But just going out with friends, uh, dancing um, in the off season, I will do the occasional hike. I'm not a big hiker, but I try and do other things that I wouldn't normally do when I'm training. I used to ski. I grew up skiing. I know. Okay. I don't ski as much anymore, but I plan to once I kind of wrap up uh, my professional career. Uh, loved that. That was always fun growing up. I would run cross country and then I would just ski all winter uh, and then I would do track. So I thought it was as a kid, I think it's important to do a ton of other stuff. Like don't yeah. just specialize. I feel like all these kids nowadays specialize so young and they play the same sport year round and uh, I didn't do that. And I think not that it's a bad thing if you do do that. But for me, I think that's why I'm still running uh, was because I had that balance outside of it growing up. So I try and keep that in different ways now um, with whatever it is, but just different interests like going out to a concert or um, yeah, just simple things, going out to dinner with friends, going dancing with friends, um, just doing different things in the off season, um, trying to take a break from true crime, maybe watch the office. <laughs> balance it out do you ever watch <laughs> the good place yeah like i haven't watched the good place i love um, it you you will correct all it, right i need a show right now so i'm gonna have to check the, that out listen it you will not stop watching it you okay. will not stop watching it but quickly before we uh get towards the end of the interview you're so right on the coaching aspect because I, th you see, I I disagree with you when you said it's not a bad thing if kids decide to concentrate on one sport. I think it's a terrible thing to be honest yeah. with you. From the if you specifically now, if you're just somebody who's a casual high school you know athlete who just does it because you love it, but you don't have aspirations to you know get to the next level, mm -hmm. then I'm not talking about. But I'm talking about these kids who are just. God-given talent in that specific sport and they stick to it because there's so many they get burned out yeah exactly and there's so many you know you talked about you played soccer you played um you, you danced you skied and all of that stuff as somebody who rolled my ankle on the first day of skiing practice listen that builds <laughs> endurance wait where did you did you not grow up in Florida or did you ski 
So, oh boy. So everybody on the show has heard the story. So I don't mind telling it again. I told you I would yes, tell you I an embarrassing hear- story. <laughs> yes, I knew I'd get one out of you. <laughs> oh, you'll get a few. Uh, senior ski trip, Breckenridge, Colorado. Okay, Breck. Okay, yeah. You um, <laughs> love that city. Would move there if it was a dollar cheaper. Um, <laughs> had great experience. Uh, somebody literally loved that city. Somebody... One of my first experiences, somebody came up to me trying to witness about Jesus, but they had a doobie um, in their mouth. And I'm like, okay, hey, <laughs> uh, this is how we rocking in Colorado. <laughs> what we're doing. All right. I like I it. Think, I think it was in 2012 and I think it was legal or something. I'm like, listen, you know, you have some lungs because if you're smoking in this altitude, I can't breathe. <laughs> then you are walking um, we're talented out here yeah we can do it all <laughs> i i'm trying to tell you get yourself some distant runners from the state of colorado uh best best hamburger best crepes love a crepe florida is different than colorado because of sea level and then altitude or whatever and so the basic things are different so i was catching l's when i got off the bus so Denver, we go to Denver, we go to Breckenridge. I get off the bus in Breckenridge. I have my little shoes on and everybody's like, you know, you got to be careful. And so I'm trying to get to where we're staying. And so have you heard the song Ice Cream and Cake? Like I ice cream and cake, did so. ice cream and cake. Okay, well, there's a portion of the song that goes, now slip, 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 slide, slip, 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 and slide. And so when I got off the bus, I slip, 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 and slid. <laughs> Rolled your ankle getting off the bus. No, oh no, we're getting to the ankle oh. part down the road. <laughs> Carrying, and then I t- I tried to give you two embarrassing stories. And I'm like, Lord, I can't even walk. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I can't even walk <laughs> in a straight line. Day two, ski day. We had to walk a mile to the to the location. I'm afraid of heights. So I don't know mm. anything about a ski lift. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that would have been and really aggressive for you. So I, I go, and thankfully, this place didn't have the lift yet. And I remember, shout out to Val Constantine, because I told, that's the yes. story I told this. She was, that was the episode I told this story. I was trying to remember where I told the story. Shout out to Val. Awesome. Uh, doing incredible things. And so i were doing basic ski lessons and so my instructor in our group was this six three line former linebacker at the university of virginia and so you're doing like the pizza roll and then the french fry and all that <laughs> nonsense and so um pizza when i should have french fried and i don't know where i ended up and so once i got found we said let's try it again <laughs> one more time lauren when I tell you I decked this dude, I it's like stop, stop. I'm like, I can't. Boom. <laughs> and skis went this way. Yeah. Ankle ankle went another way. Um, and I was in pain. <laughs> and then there was and another that was only day two. That was day two. So I said, let me get up and do it again. Oh, well, what what fresh hell was that? And so I fall again. <laughs> And I'm just, and I'm just in, in, I'm in pain. I'm struggling. So I was like, all right, my ankle is hurt. It's hurting. 
And so I did not know. I'm thinking that, you know, you know, you watch football, you know, somebody gets hurt. Your teammates come, you get on their shoulders. They carry you to the location. <laughs> Y'all don't do that in Colorado. In nah. They put me on like, I forgot what the you toboggan. call it. A toboggan. I almost called it, almost <laughs> called it a gurney again because I called it that. similar. But you got these, there's these drunk people at this little bar area. And so there's like a, at least a couple hundred people. Beautiful. I don't even know where it was, but beautiful. And so I'm on this toboggan, just roll into the camp, and then they have a moment of silence, like as if I like it's if I'm if I'm gone. As if as, you've left us. As if I'm left, if, if I'm gone, if I'm like the guy delivering the note, you know, to, to the other side. And yeah, that uh was I did not ski. After have you that. skied? As we say, you haven't skied since. Nope. I did. I tried snowmobiling. <laughs> And so oh, they okay. were like, you can Did go that to take s- better. <laughs> no, it actually was worse no. because, <laughs> you know, those snowmobiles are expensive. So you should feel so much yep. better about this after, especially after this story. So they were like, you can take the scenic route where you just drive donuts around the lake or you can go up the mountain. So I'm like, I'm going up the mountain. I'm brave. <laughs> I'm Dominique. I'm going to do this crap. Well, I'm the last one in a group of eight. And so there was a part of the mountain where you go straight up. I went straight up, and you're supposed to curve down. That didn't happen. <laughs> no curving for you. <laughs> Passed out when I cook at the top, woke up, and I see the snowmobile flipping down the mountain, cracked and broke. So you like passed out and fell off of it, and then it just proceeded I was, to roll I down was the that mountain. Hot. Yep. And I lost my group and I'm just laying there. And one of my classmates was like, dude, I thought you were just like taking a nap or getting a tan. I was like, are you, are you you kidding me? You're like, really? You thought that was part of my plan? Just, I'm just going to get off here. Just, you know, hang out. It's nice up here. So it all in. Yeah. You know, I can't even breathe and I'm just going to lay in the (laughs) snow and, you know. So if you ever say, dang, I had, this is so embarrassing. Ask yourself this question. WWDD. What would Dominique do? Or better yet, WDDD. What did Dominique do? And that should make you feel That'll make better. me feel better. Yes. I embarrassing story, I think is more embarrassing, but I don't know if I want to share it. That's that's okay. I <laughs> don't think it could be that embarrassing. I mean, Uh, it's hard to beat uh, passing out of a snowmobile and then spring (laughs) hurting your ankle day two of your ski trip and being carried down on a toboggan. It is hard to beat those two stories. Exactly. So you see, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. I feel better now. Yeah. Yeah. What what did the kids say back in the day? Anything you can do, I can do better in everything, including embarrassing stories. Including embarrassing stories. You can do those almost better. (laughs) So I'm gonna I want to get off this. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, circle back. Let's circle Multiple back. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're gonna you. we're gonna go we're gonna no 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 because I have to go to therapy. Uh, oh. To get over. <laughs> no, for, to get over that I have I have to see somebody. But still dark. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna go to pizza. Then we're gonna talk just a little bit more track. And I'm gonna get rapid fire. Why deep dish? And Colorado I, has some good pizza. L- let me just say this. We do. I, I don't know. I think Audrey Jane or Aubrey Jane mm, pizza yes. on Triple D 
Yes. So good. I used to work at a running store that was like right in front of Audrey Jane's. So, so good. And then Pizzeria Locale uh, is my other favorite here. Um, It's like, it's like more like wood fired pizzas, like Sicilian style pizzas. Uh, But both of those are mm, hard to beat. Hard to beat. Why the deep dish? Because that's just nasty to me. I'm sorry. Well, Shout I'm out to cross- Uno's, but oh my god, you're pumpkins and now deep dish. <laughs> so oh, let me just say this: I cannot, I can't. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I can say that. That's nasty. I'm good. I'm sorry. Shout out to Uno's because I used to. <laughs> this is how much I don't like it. <laughs> Uno's Pizza was a Chicago style pizzeria. We used to go there. All I remember the time, that. Like every Friday. Yeah, I yeah. remember Uno's. Deep dish pizza. You think I got the deep dish? I was like, how thin can you make this dough? And I used to get the thin crust. I don't want to see the crust. I don't even no. want to see it. <laughs> if the crust rivals my height, then that's enough. So, See, I'm a crust person. I think that's probably why I like deep dish. And I know this isn't like great pizza, but all we had when I was growing up in Durango was a pizza hut. And I would always want to go there <laughs> for my birthday. When I'm, I was sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so I sorry. I wanted the deep dish pizza pizza because I loved the crust. I also really liked the crust that had like the cheese in it, like the stuffed crust. That was good. Love a good stuffed crust. Um. So yeah, I'm just like I love the crust. Like I'm a big crust person. I like to dip it in ranch. I'm a big ranch person. Another fun fact about me: I'll dip like anything in ranch. It's like my favorite thing. So I think that's part of the draw. Oh, I got a few. I got some my my journalist <laughs> senses. So <laughs> you gonna hate on me for that? <laughs> no, no, no. Pizza Hut sold deep dish pizza, or yeah. was it just? So you okay. just? The... I guess I I thought it was deep dish, but you know, like the thick crust. Oh, like it was like a thicker crust. Maybe it was that... just like the Pizza Hut traditional crust, but it was like a thick crust. That I thick love crust, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Listen, Pizza Hut low-key used to, I I was I'm I was never I Pizza Hut fan. I was oh, never man. Pizza Hut fan. But that was still as much as I hated it, that was still kind of like what you ate. Yeah. Um now I the cheese. Through, yeah, the cheese. I'm a big ranch brother myself. Especially oh, nice. over some wings. And anybody oh, who's seen Yes, I love wings. Love oh ranch. So on we have a YouTube exclusive series on the show called uh Bucket of Fried Chicken and Track Talk, where myself and guests indulge in wings um and ranch and we talk track and field. That's Post awesome. Man. Post marathon, we have to get you on that show. I was gonna say, I want to be on that. Can you? I yeah. want to add me to the list. <laughs> uh, yeah, trust me, we we will have you on that show. Post marathon or carb loading, so we can, yeah. you know, <laughs> or right before, <laughs> or right before the night before. Instead of freaking out, we'll just. It could have... be my last supper. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going out to battle. <laughs> oh my gosh, going to battle. <laughs> oh, okay. Let, I got to go to sleep tonight, so I don't want to talk. Okay. About <laughs> See, this is why I don't run. Oh man. <laughs> Um, gosh, what was I gonna say? But you dip the cheese in the ranch sometimes. I've never okay, learn something new every day. So, you got, I mean, I the ranch is mostly there for the crust, but right sometimes I just, yeah, I just throw the whole thing in there, you know. Like, I I gotta give a shout out to my girl T who hooked me on this is a weird one for you, but it actually slaps. If you have fish, do you eat fish? Yes, dip it in ranch. 
Really? Like any kind of fit? Like I ate salmon last night. Like could you dip salmon? Salmon. Really? Put some, all right. Put, I'm not gonna hate. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna try that. Don't like drench it on there, but just, just like a little, just a little. little um, the the flavor enhancer. Okay. It is like the. Uh oh boy. It's like the crystal light of Flavor Town. Um, <laughs> so light. <laughs> that's the best example that I can. Yeah. Interesting, you went with that. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else, and I don't. I think maybe the old. No, but Democrat. I got you. I remember Crystal Light. I got you. Yeah, so <laughs> I, it's, I can it's, roll with that. It's the Crystal Light flavor <laughs> enhancer of Flavor Town. Um, <laughs> trust me, and please let okay. me know when you try it. I will. Um, I'm going to try that next time I do salmon. Because, again, I always have a bottle of HV in the fridge ready to go. So I'm going to add it to the salmon and just I'll see. You yeah. are old school and I love it because nobody <laughs> understands. These kids don't know about Hidden Valley. No, they you don't. Know, they do oh, not know about Hidden that. Valley. They no. do not know about Pizza Hut. Granted, because they're closing, which yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> stuff. R.A.P. What was the know, best? I know some of the great stuff. They don't. They'll never know. Oh, you know? like I used to go to Blockbuster and Movie Blockbuster. Stop, I and... still have a VCR. Same. Actually, no, sorry, I have. It's a DVD player. Sorry, take it back. But I still have a DVD player. I have so. My many... parents still have a VCR. I have so many. I remember we used to go and get the VCR cleaner. And you yeah. put that tape in and yep. it used to clean that VCR you in 10 to. minutes. You had to to keep it. I don't know what it did, but that thing has some wonder working power. And then you can listen, kids. Kids, you guys still never know. VCR, look it up. No such life. thing as no <laughs> such thing as Netflix. No such no. thing as Hulu. None no. of this. None of you this had stuff. to remember when like an episode would come out and you you only got that episode. So my friends and I would do like viewing parties yep. every week of an episode, and then like that was it. You had to wait a whole other week, or you had to wait like a year for the next season. Like you couldn't binge no. watching. But now when I do like Netflix, I'm like, man, how did I ever like make it a whole week without like without knowing what was going to happen? Because <laughs> you learn you learn to do it. Like I know, were, but I, I feel like no, I'm unlearning now. But <laughs> I, like, well, do yeah, it now. it's like a new normal. Like there were no phones. Like, no, you can, there were no spoilers. Nope. Uh, no, no one of, knew what was going to happen. You were no. all in it together. And you had to sit down and watch it. Mm -hmm. And the only way you connect is you had to go to work or school the next day and say, child, yes. did you see what 100%. went down on the Rugrats tonight? Like, yep. that, that was <laughs> Rugrats. They're bringing in all the good ones. Did you that, watch that... Hey Arnold? I loved Hey yes. Arnold. Yes. Shout out to Dr. Hannah Borenstein because we actually did an episode centered on the show centered around Hey Arnold uh, and nice. how it compares to track and field. Rugrats is my show. <laughs> Listen, I love it. That's so great. I need to listen to that. Rugrats <laughs> is my show. Hey Arnold, Rocket Power, Doug, Rocket Power, Doug. Doug. Oh yeah. Cat Dog. Ah, Real Monsters. Oh, Angry yeah, Beavers. Rocco's Martin Life. Um, Angry Beavers. Oh. Yeah, all the greats. Man, I'm trying to think of the other ones I watched, but I was a big Nickelodeon fan. Listen, that was, and then they had, you know, the more, you know, exclusive shows, the Keaton and Cows, all of that. Oh, um, yeah. The Nick Amanda Show. Yeah. Nick at the Night. The Amanda Show. Oh, God. Yeah, I loved Amanda Bynes. Oh, Big fan. Oh, gosh. 
and then like when you needed to know politics, you didn't go to CNN. You didn't go to anything. You know what you did? At 8.30, you stayed up and watched Linda Ellerby. And I she I watched her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. That was that's when I knew it was time to go to sleep. <laughs> and then I would wake up and then the TV kept rolling. See, now I remember back in the day, TV went off, and all you saw was the Star Spangled Banner playing at four o'clock in the morning. He had to, you know, <laughs> use the bathroom or something like that. But um I used to watch Nick at night, I used to watch all the old shows. Yep, classics. Man, the classics, Laverne and Shirley. And- all that stuff. Truly. The, the yep. Jeffersons. Gosh, why are these? Why? Why Boy, can't we go back? I know. Boy just, meets world. Boy meets world. I was gonna say I love Boy meets world. They did like a spinoff, like a yeah, like a thing, like a, something recent with that, where like they all came back. I didn't watch it, but yeah, people were talking about it. I don't know if spin- you can do that. I'm not a big fan of the spinoffs. Yeah, you just can't cre- recreate what was. Thank you. Thank you. That's like trying to put toothpaste back into uh, the the container. Definitely can't do that. The tube, you can't do it. Once it's out, you know, it's out. It's out. So let's stop trying to do this crap. (laughs) They have the Rugrats like in 3D now. Like, yeah. Listen, when Dill came, it kind of went, you know, (laughs) you know, kids are uh, kids are a gift from God, but you naming your baby after pickles, like your whole family is a (laughs) Is a side item. It's a side what? item that you get on a hamburger or something like that that you got to pay a dollar for. Uh like, like all the extras. Like, like come on, like Tommy, Dill Pickles, and Chucky Ch- Fenster, <laughs> Phil and <laughs> Phil and Angelica. Angelica Pickles. Stew pickles, like what Dude. beef stew pickles is that like the first name or something like that? Um, stew pickles, Lou pickles, DD pickles. I don't even know D-D. what that is. That's right, I don't, even, I don't know what that is either. And they never still. and they never spelled it. Like, how do you spell DD? Like, I've never no, heard it'll of always remain a mystery. We'll never know. Susie Carmichael, <laughs> uh, gosh, um, dill pickles pissed me off. I was like, God. I was like, okay. I was like, like, who knows? They, there were so many names. Um, but we can get lost in this. And, we could. And we could go down when, that rabbit hole. <laughs> when you when you come on the wings and hot takes uh, yes. so uh I promise you there will be a segment uh specifically for Nick because I have done exclusive shows primarily on uh Nickelodeon. Nice. Uh, I want to so. dive into that. So we wings and ranch. We talk. That sounds like minutes. the perfect show. <laughs> Honestly, we just sit up there and I sounds do spicy, so spicy wings. And like the last episode was more track and field centered, but um, and we talked about how lame it is, how you know little they pay. But you know, mm-hmm. listen, I promise you. Listen, just give me a couple months when it's like cold, <laughs> cold. I'm gonna reach out, but Laura, we, we have to do this. And then okay. we'll have I'm Christmas so excited. Music. I'm ready. Yes, yes, we'll have Christmas music playing. Yes. Get some peppermint in there. Oh, man. I can't wait. It's all and of our a, favorite things. And a pumpkin. <laughs> we'll play that song. My favorite things. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. So listen, be stay tuned for that. That's why you need to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lactic Acid with Dom Smith on or Dominique Smith on YouTube. Subscribe. Click that notification bell. Selfless plug right there before I forget. <laughs> 
Last topic, Chicago Marathon's coming up. Outside of the pizza and the hot dogs, which I am not a fan of. I hate hot dogs. I like you're not a hot dog fan? I randomly like a hot dog, but it's random. It's not something that like I I get pumped about. It's just random for me. Oh, that was the question I was going to ask. I have to ask this before the last question. Best pizza currently? Uh, Best Best chain pizza. Yeah, oh, best word. chain pizza? Yeah. I mean, I like Domino's. <laughs> what you doing? You said chain pizza. I know, <laughs> That's all I, I could think ex- of. I ordered Domino's like that long ago. So that's what it came to my mind. <laughs> Laura, girl, that gave you're me never uh... gonna, <laughs> You're never going to have me back on, are you? I have to, but you, you know, said I have to. <laughs> I have to because I promised you, but man. <laughs> oh, Lord. You said on. chain pizza. I know, but I thought you had a good chain. Not... Well, we used to have a Bojo's. Uh, we don't have one anymore. I don't know who Bojo is or his family. They give but... me like honey with the crust. It was really oh. good. Ooh, okay. Bojo, brother Bojo, come to Orlando and let's make that happen. <laughs> Mine is Blaze Pizza. See, I don't know what that is. You don't have that out here. Bron, LeBron, I need you to hook them up. He owns the pizza joint. It is the best Shit, pizza. Does he? I want to. I want to eat LeBron's pizza. It is the best. Like it is wood fire or oven. Yeah, wood fired. Mini pizzas. They slap it in the oven and it's ready. Mini pizzas. Like they're like little guys. They're they're personal, so there is oh, enough. Nice. Okay. For a yeah. person. Um. You slap it in the oven, and four it takes about two to four minutes, and then it's done. That's how hot Dang. the oven is. And there's wow. somebody there. That's my it. kind of wait time. That's perfect. Two to so four it's minutes. like it's like Chipotle. So you go, what do you want on it? They put the sauce on, and then you oh, you like toppings. build it. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, all right. Two two to five minutes. Obviously, you know, for the more food, it, it takes longer. But yeah, two two to five minutes. Pizza done, whip it out, and then you know you're ready. So, do you remember? Did you ever watch Seinfeld? There was a Seinfeld episode about building your own pizza, or like also you had to like make your own pizza. Kramer's idea to like have a make your own pizza shop, and Jerry thought it was like the dumbest thing ever. He's like, Who would ever <laughs> want to go into a restaurant and make like why would you want to make your own pizza? And here we are, where you're like, Yeah, you make your own pizza, yeah, LeBron like- owns it, it took off. And like it, idea. it took took <laughs> off. Like I love Blaze Pizza, like so much. Like you get that little char at the bottom, Ooh, uh, yeah. and everything. Ah, I'm t- if you're ever in like Orlando, okay, next time, I, next time I'm in Florida, I've been to Florida a handful of times. But next time I'm there, Blaze Pizza, Blaze Pizza, and okay. it's like cost efficient. Like a single pizza would probably cost like eight dollars. Oh, that's wow. So it's like it's a that's incredible. I get two pizzas, one for myself, one for my mom for 16 bucks. Yeah, that's like one burrito at Chipotle. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's not even with for that. That's one burrito with no double meat or guac (laughs) or guac. (laughs) Or see, I haven't eaten Chipotle in a month because that 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 is spicy. 
It's spicy. <laughs> it's like, dang, like my dentist loves it because it's like, okay, well, those are opening up. Now, if you have a sinus infection, make sure you get the chicken um, yeah. because it will clear your sinuses. Um, <laughs> extra kick to it. it, it it's, 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 it's Dean Martin. Ain't that a kick in the head? Because, oh, that, that will set somebody free, that kind of spice. Um, <laughs> but, oh, man. There's a part of me that wishes, like, I just centered the entire show around the last three topics we talked about. Same. I know. We hit some really good ones at the end. Um, But I, I listen, I promise, Laura. Okay. We're, we're going to make this. We're going to make this we're, happen. Yeah, over despite the fact episode. that I said Domino's for my chain pizza, you have to have me back on because you promised. But maybe they have a garlicky crust. It's good with ranch. Don't judge me. <laughs> okay, I know. Listen, I, 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 okay, I, Lord have mercy. So, what is it that you're looking forward to? <laughs> uh, with the there's no judgment, no discrimination. I just think that you know what we know what it is about Domino's. You found out that you get insurance for free if you drop your pizza on a commercial. It's and true. You said, so you've had experience dropping pizza before. No, I haven't. I mean, no, I say true because I've seen that commercial. I've never okay. done it. Okay. But apparently that's what they do. Garlic crust with ranch. It's like, yeah, it's like they do like a garlic crust on their pizzas and then you dip that in ranch. Oh, man. <laughs> I dare you to try that and then come back at me with the Domino's. Thing. Absolutely it's... not. No. <laughs> no. Come no. on. When I, was at UC... when, when I was at UCF, I tried Domino's again. And uh... they've had like a rebranding, though, like in the last like five years. I feel like they're I know. different now. Oh, you. Okay. I graduated in 2019. Listen, Laura, I was in school for a long time. I was in school for seven years. Um, wow. Yeah. Screwed up the first couple. Listen. I listen. I'm not a partier. I don't drink or anything. And you know what it was? I was coaching, and I spent too much time coaching and a little less time in the book. So fair uh, enough. Listen, fair when enough. you go to school, make sure you go into school to all you kids out there. Get take your grades and take your stuff seriously, um, because it's very important. But what is also important? Chicago, shot town. Home of the deep dish nasty pizza. <laughs> what is it that you're looking forward to the most uh, with this marathon? What can we expect from the legend that is yourself? Um. Well, this is my third time doing Chicago. Uh, and I feel like I've never really gotten the chance to do it the way I know I'm capable of. Uh, I had to drop out in 2018 with an injury. Uh, and in 2019, I got a stress fracture like 16 weeks out. So I was only able to train like on the ground for like six weeks going into it. Um, six, seven weeks. Um, so I never really got to it the way that I know I can do it. So third time's charm. Um, I put a lot into this block. Knock on wood, I have stayed healthy, which is rare for me in a marathon block. Something always happens. Um, I did overdo it a little bit with training and got like myself in a little bit of a hole that I had to climb out of, but, uh, I remained healthy during that period. Um, so yeah, I'm just excited to go out there and just like really do it. I feel like I've never done Chicago. 
Um, so that's my goal is to just go out there and give it everything I have. And um, I'm doing, I'm, I'm coming in healthy. I'm coming in strong. I'm coming in in a really good emotional place. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. And I just feel like the beauty of the sport is on race day, you know, it can be anyone's day, especially in the marathon. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to just finally get a chance to see what I can do on that course. What advice would you have for young up and coming runners from, and this will be the last question and we'll hit the rapid fire. Um, that look at you and say, like, okay, this is a person that I could, you know, look up to as a role model or model my, you know, game after. What piece of advice would you give them? Um, I would say there are no there there are no shortcuts. Uh, when I was a young athlete, I kind of got caught up um, in some really negative cycles with like. Um, body image and just kind of thinking that I had to look a certain way or, you know, have a certain body type if I wanted to be the best that I could be. And I was comparing myself constantly to other people. Um, and so I thought by, you know, developing these really unhealthy habits that that was essentially kind of a shortcut to get to where I thought I needed to be at that yeah. time. Um, so I guess my advice would be be patient, like, especially in the sport of running, like in the sport of track and field, like it's a long game, you know, like be patient. Like as we were talking, like when you're in high school, when you're a kid, when you're growing up, like do other things, do other sports, do other activities. Like, you know, I think that's one of the things that really instilled the love that I have for it now, which I think is a crucial piece uh, to be able to do it at this level. Um, but be patient and just let yourself grow, let yourself develop and remember that there is no one way to get anywhere there's a thousand different ways to get somewhere and your journey doesn't have to look like someone else's um and so don't think that it does and then get caught in that cycle of thinking that you have to do all these unhealthy things to get there um you'll get there in your own time um and again it's the long game i'm 33 and i'm still doing it you know i started when i was 14 um uh so yeah just be patient with yourself and remember that um there's power in your journey and just to focus on yourself. Pastor, listen, I have to start calling you Pastor Laura because she dropped the <laughs> word right there for anybody listening, regardless of age. Um, you have survived the interrogation process. Now, still standing. For, yes. And now. a rapid fire. I'm starting to like sweat. I get like so nervous for these. Oh, listen, this is just a... Uh, what are you going to throw at me? <laughs> oh, you're going to see. This is a simulation. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, for it's the marathon. final test. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to... This segment is called Down the Home Stretch. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. Oh, I God. want you to answer them to the best of your ability. If I interrupt you to elaborate, that does not count against the time. If you do not answer these in the quickest time possible... It's really okay. It ain't no big deal. <laughs> we can still be friends, okay? Yeah. You're not gonna like delete this episode. <laughs> no, listen. You he and I have failed. <laughs> you and I have gone on a marathon since we logged in. We've been through the peaks and the peaks of um Nickelodeon and the valleys of dominoes. And so we are we are thriving. Um you were playing to be a medalist on the medal stand. Um, so who are the gold medals? 
So you have Marley Stalper, you have Kara Winger, you have, I forgot the rest, but there's a few people. Carrie Tolson, um, you are playing to be a gold medalist in that distinct honor. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> deep, deep breaths. You got this. Okay. There was a food, if there was a food that you had to live with and a food that you had to live without, what would they be? Cereal, live with, onions, live without. If there was one meal that you could only eat for the rest of your life, what would that meal be? Tacos. What kind of tacos? Um, Baja fish tacos. Okay. Overrated food in America? Hamburgers. What? <laughs> <laughs> this don't count. What? What, what, what? what did the burgers do to you? What they did? They I li- okay, I like hamburgers just as much as the next girl, but I just feel like there's things out there, you know? Like, I mean, there's hamburgers on restaurant menus that are like $12, $15. Like, why am I paying that much for a hamburger? So, so overpriced hamburgers. Yeah, okay, overpriced hamburgers are overrated. Oh, my, my, my soul. All right. When, <laughs> when is it acceptable? When is the acceptable time to start listening to holiday music? November. Ah, November 28th. No, sorry. God, no. November 1st. Ah. November 1st. I, okay, um, listening to holiday music, in my head, I heard putting up Christmas decorations, okay. which are different timelines for me. But holiday music, like Christmas, I bust out my Celine Dion Christmas album like around November 1st. Oh, so you go hard, hard. <laughs> like, okay. I so, love that album. <laughs> so you don't ease into it. You just said, Let, let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, okay. I just dive in. So yeah, November-ish for me. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, dream vacation spot. Oh, these are hard. Uh, a beach somewhere. If you weren't a runner, what would you be? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um. I'd be a professional skier. Okay. Like slalom. Okay. What is the most underrated thing about Colorado? Um, how blue the skies are. Okay. If you had to be a guest on any <laughs> any talk show, uh, what show would you choose? Lactic Acid with Dominique Smith. Hey, that's <laughs> what's up. And that... Well, that answer just got you the gold medal. So, uh, yes, <laughs> that's what we're doing. But you're still not done yet. We are almost okay. done. If there was a song to describe your life, what song would you choose? Um, all the small things, Blink 182. I'll you know that later. song. I know the song, and I'm trying All to. All the small, small things. things. Dun, dun. For whatever reason, yeah, I was thinking "Pumped oh, Up Kids" oh, by yeah. Foster the People. For whatever reason, oh, I do know that song. No, not that song. <laughs> uh, I did go to their concert. Shout out to whoever Foster. Oh no, you know what? Uh, it'd be 
I'm really into Machine Gun Kelly right now. Sorry, I probably do. Um, <laughs> oh, that's it. Um, mainstream sellout, Machine Gun Kelly. That's the one I would do. <clears throat> Change my answer. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Your silence scares me. I don't know what you're there's thinking. just so much I did not expect. <laughs> and Machine Gun Kelly was certainly not one. Oh boy! Yeah. Gosh, what was, my, what was the next question? That's the, I'm gonna wow, that shocked you so much. The game's like over now. You can't remember your next question. If you I went again. <laughs> Wow, I'm gonna have to take an ibuprofen. Um, if you if you had to carve, what's the best pumpkin you've ever carved? Um, what did I carve last year? Oh, I carved the New York City skyline. I was really proud of because I'm not artistic and I, I spent a lot of time on that pumpkin because I was running New York last year. So I carved oh. my, I for good luck, carved okay. the New York City skyline. <laughs> What's more difficult, being a fantasy football owner or running a marathon? Running a marathon. If there was any, any day-to-day -day hobby or activity that you would <laughs> say needs to be added to the Olympics, what would it be? cross country no 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 i mean like cooking or driving oh or... um <clears throat> ooh, cooking um day activity back you mean because i would crush that <laughs> okay if you had to if you had to i'm still on this machine gun kelly stuff. yeah i was gonna say you've never fully come back from that i can sense it like, because i i just did not expect that we were talking about heavy metal and all that stuff and then she breaks down mgk um and it's not it's, it's seriously not judging it's just it caught me off guard um Lord have mercy. Uh, if they asked you, if Food Network came to you and said, listen, we want you to be a guest star on any Falls Food Network show, what would it be? Diners, drive-ins, and dives. That's the perfect answer. Last question. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Why does kindness matter to you? Why does kindness matter? <clears throat> because, it's cliche to say, but the world needs more of it right now. We need, I think that, honestly, I think kindness would solve so many of the issues that we're currently facing globally and especially as a country. Just remember that we're human beings and we're, you know, I just, I think we lose sight of the core of that sometimes. You have survived down the home stretch. <laughs> there it got very... a little rocky there for a second, didn't it? I, I <laughs> can honestly say. No, I am really looking forward to editing and re-listening to this episode because I I have enjoyed every single guest that have, that that has come on my show because I love getting a chance to know you guys outside of the track and what makes you unique. And there are very few times where I'm legit stumped to like <laughs> almost a little flustered, <laughs> but listen, this is why. And listen, it is not judging. I think it's awesome. It's unexpected. <laughs> but I, all of these, everything that you said tonight, I can see why you're such a talented 
and great runner and why you're beloved in the sport by the people you run with, by the people you train with, and by your fans, and why your ceiling is hotter than some fish grease on July at a family <laughs> reunion. Uh, Love that. Or some ribs at a cookout. And so you're not from Florida, the South. So, you know, we, you know, anytime you see, you, you hear, you know, some fish is frying, some ribs are going on. Some ribs, you know, it's. You know, it's some Al, some Al Green playing in the background or some Marvin Gaye. You know, it's hot. It is you hot. It's, 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 it's hot, hot. Um, where can the people find you? Where can the people support your journey? Um. Well, I, I'm not a big, I mean, I'm trying to be better with my social media, but I just have an Instagram and a Twitter. Uh, I don't have anything else. I find that's, managing those two hard enough. That's enough. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I have. That's where you can find me. <laughs> and I'm oh. really bad at uh, responding to people that message me on Instagram. Cause I, I always forget there's like a secret DM thing uh, that you have to kind of like find. Uh, so I miss a lot of things, but I'm trying to be better about that. Um, so you can always message me on Instagram. Uh, and I am trying to be better about responding. Well, you guys better be sure to root for Laura in the Chicago Marathon. Not just because she's going to fly me to cover her regional meet if she wins, but she is now family to the show and family always roots for family. I don't know. I forgot the exact meaning, but I did watch Lilo and Stitch the other day and Ohana <laughs> means family. And that's what you are to the show. I appreciate you coming on. You guys know where to find me until next time. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,